0: Here it is here it is part two another episode of naked with Jordan Ashley. I don't think that's really the title I think it's I think it's just something I'm putting in there. isn't it's, it's no, the I'm title of the podcast is naked. that's all we need to know <laughs>
1: but, okay well, no name for this episode yet
0: um well, this is episode I guess you can call it three part two this is a continuation of our last conversation I um, end. Obviously, like that didn't go so well, at least the first time around, we lost the camera. So we're going to lose a video mm-hmm. from that one. But that's besides the point. Thanks for joining us for another episode. And if you're checking out the video version, make sure to like it. Make sure to subscribe if you're watching the YouTube version and also on Twitch. Make sure you follow us, subscribe, whatever you need to do. We're trying to get. The word out, we're trying to get the exposure up So make sure to get the likes The comments and rate us five stars On Apple's iTunes and Spotify Because after this episode We will be on Spotify If you're not already listening to this episode on Spotify So thanks for making that happen And I am back, this is me Jordan, your um, your, your host Here and here is my Lovely, wonderful co host, my beautiful wife, Ashley Hi So Basically, we're just going to jump right into it because in our last podcast, in our last episode, we talked about a very, very sensitive subject that gets thrown around a lot around these parts Mm -hmm. and it's called the, uh, the almighty, uh, booty, so to speak. That's what I like to call it. (laughs) So, um, and basically what we said in the episode was y'all shouldn't be doing it because um as we said Unless before yeah like we're gonna go that route we're gonna be the old unfun people but just because we learned from our mistakes and I can't even say like I mean well I guess we did make some mistakes mm-hmm. but in the last episode we talked about more so the what how we feel about it but just to wrap things up if you had any other thoughts that you wanted to add to the last conversation if you weren't if you haven't listened to the last podcast, be sure to check out part one. And so it's going to tie into this one pretty much. But, you know, just wrapping things up. How did you feel about, I guess, I think we're pretty much in agreement with yeah. how we feel about it. And can you, is there anything else that you wanted to, to add or to, to just get off your chest about, you know, these people out here throwing it around like it's like it's nothing, but
1: you are not going to like this and I should have wrote it down. I do not remember what I was going to say about, about that. I had some other points that I wanted to make and I don't remember them.
0: That's fine. Because the point I'm going to make here is, um, one thing I I did say before the end of that podcast was I did say like, you want to start with your goals and work backwards if y'all ever listen to kevin samuels or anybody else out there who's out there educating people on this thing you'll know that he always says things like you know the one the one question that he always asks is what can you give your husband that you haven't given to another man and that's a that's a huge question because what any i mean it kind of goes vice versa like what are we giving to each other that we haven't given to somebody else
1: definitely vice versa
0: yeah. Like, what are we bringing to the, the relationship bringing to the table? Cause this is a table right here. Mm-hmm. You know, what are we, what are we doing to really help people or to really bring value to a marriage? Because when you get married, you already know all bets are off. Like it's just, and like I said, we got really, we were really fortunate that we had a bond, a connection, whatever you want to call it. And, um, it was more so than physical because I would say, a lot of that stuff is just based off the physical. Hmm. People are just physically attracted to each other, which is what gets them in bed. And that's what I saw in that thing, in that MTV thing I was talking oh, about. Oh, of
1: course.
0: Like all I saw was two people who were physically attracted to each other, and then at the end Lame of the episode,
1: naked.
0: <laughs> yeah, like and then by the end of the episode, it asked this, it asked the question, which is something I didn't bring up last time, but I really wanted to. Is at the end of the episode, it brought up the question. Saying did you make it or is there um did you make a love connection or is there a love connection basically asking do you love the other person and that guy was like oh I think I'm in love like, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm over here looking like of course you're in love you didn't have to do nothing you just got in bed with some chick and y'all about to hit it off right there on camera
1: Exactly like you're gonna say you're in love Now so y'all can exchange numbers After this show is over when the cameras go away So y'all can see what the real business is
0: I mean if you saw What I saw if you saw that episode Like If there weren't producers and cameras and they weren't On television it probably Would have happened right then and there
1: I'm sure it would have um, Especially with her saying yeah I always do it on the first date That's a must. Yeah,
0: it's just, it's dumb. It's crazy. So that's one thing. So that's kind of how we feel about it. But like my thing is always start at the why and we're backwards. What do you bring into the table? Why? Like, what do you want to do? Because I think we talked about this before to where we said, you know, this would never happen if people while dating didn't really start with the whole, um, okay, no sex thing. I don't have sex until I'm married because to me... to a guy is a challenge and then so if it's a challenge i'm not going to listen to that because i'm just gonna be like all right that's cool i I hear but as soon as the opportunity presents itself it's going out
1: he might be thinking that way anyways because if i don't tell you that up front are you not going to be because i mean let's face it most guys i'd say like 98 percent of guys are gonna be looking for that moment In the relationship, oh, we've been dating for this long and nothing's happening yet. Why isn't anything happening? Oh, I didn't tell you? That's because I'm saving myself for marriage. And then...
0: That's why I say... That's why I say start with your goals. Work backwards. Did Did we talk about our goals before we got married? Or like, you know, before we even engaged in that?
1: Well, yeah, but no we didn't yes we did
0: we had we were this,
1: friends for
0: this is like, when we were already, do you not remember
1: we had that conversation we were this was back when we were just friends we we were walking and we were talking and you were asking me like what i like what my plans were and what i wanted to do and i was telling you that i wanted to be a nurse and i asked you like what your plans were and you say you were saying that you were I don't remember exactly what you said you want to do something like on an executive level position at Universal Studios do you not remember those conversations that we had
0: I'm sure we had something like that what I'm saying is it didn't precede the relationship did it this weren't. this wasn't when well, we were no, just right. friends no we were already like kind of dating without a title at that point and we I'm sure we definitely yeah, had but already as friends,
1: we had already had those discussions
0: not like that not as friends
1: you must yes, not remember
0: i remember the first two times i came over to the house
1: i'm not the second, talking about those times those, but what i'm saying like after that after... we basically
0: started dating literally yeah, after the second after time we
1: had been friends for a while already
0: no not like that like i'm saying i'm talking about it in, in the context of a relationship mm-hmm. in the context of a relationship in order to ward off the whole like expectation of sex Is to start with, and this is just me playing devil's advocate. This is me playing a scenario. What I'm saying is you start with, look, uh, like basically saying like that, I'm I'm just going to put it this way. You start with, you know, I'm trying to be a nurse because, you know, one thing I'm in school right now, I've just finished up. I'm doing this. Overall, I want to be a nurse. In the next couple of years, I want to be able to get married, or even not in the next couple of years, but in the very near future, I want to be able to get married, have children, and do this. Like, be really strategic and really clear about what it is that you want. Because then, as a guy, as a man, I'm going to hear that and just think, okay, I'm wasting this girl time. I'm just here for a good time. There's been plenty of times, and usually guys are more likely to do that if they know, like, okay, I'm about to just waste this girl's time. I'm not going to be able to give that to her. Now there are some 2%. Yeah, but
1: then there are the people out there that are just going to sit there and lie to you and make it seem like they're going to give you what you're asking for. Like, yeah, I do want to get married one day, too, and blah, 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 just to get you to sleep with them. And that's, then that's they break true. Up with you.
0: That's true, but you can also be a good enough judge of character one thing about guys is that we really ain't that hard to figure out especially if you're just the least bit paying attention and you're not emotionally involved with somebody and just thinking and you're not letting your emotions lead you because if you're if you're neutral to
1: ever do that
0: no i'm saying (laughs) but if you if you're neutral if you're neutral about it that's what i'm saying it's a mindset shift that we need to have in these relationships so we can avoid situations like this that's the reason why it happens because Oh, yeah, we're not going to do that. No, that doesn't happen. That's the thing. If you think neutrally, if you think and you're grounded, then you can make these kind of decisions. You can have these kind of conversations and eliminate any kind of friction or any kind of expectation flaws. Because if you're not so caught up in, oh, I love this boy or I love this. Like, I love this girl, like before you even start dating, then you wouldn't really have those blinders on when you're talking to somebody so you can be a much better judge of character because you know where you want to go you know what your goal is so you're not going to just take oh like the this the slick snake oil salesman is saying like what he wants to tell you because you're not going to be listening that way you're not going to see it that way
1: and you know what else i think would help with that like just good old-fashioned old-school Courting like what,
0: what does that mean uh, You know that's a vocabulary Word that's lost what does that mean
1: Basically just A guy and a girl are They're dating They're getting to know each other but They don't go anywhere like where they're Alone they basically don't go Anywhere where they could be put in a position To make a mistake Or for anybody to even think That there was a mistake being made like If they're hanging out they're hanging out in a public Place if they're um, at somebody's house They're in the living room With family Where people can see them They're talking get, Getting to know each other And making their intentions Clear on what they want They're courting They're dating To get married They're not just dating Just to be Together And just to call each other Boyfriend and girlfriend And waste years Of each other's time Hold on, hold on now.
0: You're, t- you're touching on something When you said Not to date As in boyfriend And girlfriend because you're dating with intention?
1: Yeah. What? Yeah. You know, what what people should be doing. But...
0: <laughs> yeah, and like I said, full disclosure,
1: <laughs> we didn't do that.
0: But we're saying it now because it's something that we learned over time. Yeah, and let me just go ahead and dispel this now. I know some people are going to say, oh, it's easy for you to say. Yeah, you've already done it. Now you're like, yeah, okay, okay, all right. No, it's not easy for me to say because... I would argue that we'd be so much further ahead if we started our relationship like that
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean that's just my best guess now we're you know we're okay now but like I just think that if we started that way it would have focused us in and while I don't regret so much you know cause you, I, don't, I don't really regret much but like when it comes to the kids you know we got three And we had one when we very much were not ready to have a child, but at the same time, like had we started with our goals first, it would have pretty much trumped whatever, you know, lusts or, um, or basically that those those kind of physical feelings that we had towards each other, because Lord knows we had them Mm -hmm. Lord knows boy, well, this podcast is called naked, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> how hey, often do we get naked, Ashley? For no reason. <laughs> yeah, how often do we all do that?
1: Uh, I'm not going to answer that question. A
0: we'll lot,
1: if you want to. A lot,
0: <laughs> a lot dating, and that's what I'm saying. It's just because you think it's one of those things. It's so funny to where you think it won't happen to you until it does that's what we thought i mean but the funny thing is when you're not doing anything to prevent it which most people aren't then you know like i said it's just a matter of time until your number is called mm-hmm. that's why you gotta ask yourself this person that i'm doing this with are they not even so much are they worth it is it somebody that i would marry tomorrow
1: yeah so that's I what think, you gotta ask yourself and i think the problem is people just don't want to take that accountability people don't want to make the commitment I think those are the two biggest things that are the problem. The commitment and the accountability once something does happen.
0: Okay. So, last episode, we focused on the what and how we feel about it. So, now this is the why.
1: Like, why is that? Why do you think that?
0: Why do you think no one wants. People want to be
1: able to live their life without any consequences. People don't want to follow rules. They just. Oh. take they just want to take everything day by day and just feel how they want to feel and
0: you, you mean like being fluid
1: <laughs> i was trying not to say that word
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's, um.
1: i don't i wasn't trying to go there
0: <laughs> i'm trying to go there because <laughs> that's what it, that's what we call it nowadays it's called being fluid and just going with the flow and just no think about it sexual liberation What is liberation? Like, liberation, in that term, there is no such thing because of the way sex was technically intended. Yes, I'm going to go there for a little bit. But because of the way it was intended, you can't really be liberated from it because it's within a a construct of marriage. So there's still some boundaries and rules to it there's still some attachments to it it's not just a, a thing to be given freely and so the but the problem is in this in this culture we've it's called i call it the sexual liberation era to where everyone's just so open and because you're so open guess what happens it leads to asexuality or homosexuality now say what you want about that i mean you, you do what you want to do you know we're not here to judge because that's the first that's the first thing that comes out of people's Mm -hmm. mouth oh you're judging
1: yeah no no I don't agree with it
0: but I'm not judging we all
1: got skeletons in our closet (laughs) right no room to judge here anybody
0: right so I mean like I said that's one thing but that's what happens when you talk about being fluid and just being so open ain't it funny how a lot of people and this is something I wanted to tell you the other day But it's funny to me how in Hollywood especially, all of a sudden everybody's turning gay. Because I think it's just a matter, and this is my hypothesis, I think it's just a way to get more roles and opens more opportunities. It's a trend and it gives you more opportunities. You don't actually have to prove anything. You're not going to actually go out there and start making out with men or women because all you have to do is say it and you'll just get a groundswell of support and you open yourself to a lot more opportunities but the main key thing that i'm trying to say is is that it opens you up being open means no boundaries
1: mm-hmm.
0: being completely open means you have no nothing stopping you from doing anything and
1: that's exactly what people want people don't want those boundaries and i don't understand why it's okay like you do it for your kids to protect them and keep them safe and keep them grounded Us as adults, we should do the same exact thing. We need boundaries.
0: I think it reminds me because I was I grew up. I love Ed Ed and Eddie. Love that show. It was so real. But the thing is, though, there's this one episode where the kids' parents they all leave, or like they're not like they're not there, and so you know they in the beginning of the episode they pass a sign, they pass the grass, and it says "Keep off the grass." What's the first thing they want to do? Get on step that on the, They want to step on the grass. <laughs> that's how we think. We get told not to do something. We just think, well, why can't I do that? Why can't I? Well, I, I could touch the grass. That's what happens. And that's the whole, that's what life is about. It's and about it's, hearing that and then saying no.
1: And sometimes it's partly, you know, on the parents, whoever's raising you, because they're not explaining the reasons why, which like, like we said before, the whole sex thing you know nobody explained it to us that way that deeply on why we shouldn't be doing that until marriage but it's the same thing for everything else in life when you're being raised up as a child and then you want to go and step on that grass when you're an adult and it's just like oh I don't know why and then you go and step in that grass and all your your shoes get dirty because you just stepped into a thing full of mud that was right under the grass like Mm. And you had to learn that the hard way.
0: See, that's real. And that's the thing. And look, I'm a huge proponent for learning on your like having your own experience and learning on the job. But I will say is some things you just don't have to deal with. Like why deal with the emotional turmoil that comes with being connected to somebody that's not your wife or your Mm -hmm. spouse? Because I can tell you. Anybody can say this from experience. If you've been physically intimate with anybody and you and it's your girlfriend and you guys break up, why does it feel like it's so hard to break up? It's not the breakup. I want you. I want just I want us to really think about that. It's not the fact that we broke up with somebody and our relationship is no longer going on. It doesn't feel good regardless. But I would imagine I would very much argue to say that it hurts a lot worse because those you feelings physically were involved. giving
1: yourself to that person
0: right and if somebody explained it to me that way, which a lot of people do because like we said before it's like a soul tie and all the stuff you get connected to somebody but the thing is y'all understand if you've been through that once, why would you want to go through it again because it's going to happen and it doesn't mean that you were in love it just means that you had the illusion of love you had the endorphins from the activity that you get and it's like a drug it literally is because even we're married we're married and if unchecked if I don't stop myself
1: (laughs) I know I know
0: y'all heard that long pause if you're watching the audio I mean if you're listening to the audio version there was a long pause I just looked at Ashley just now because she knows like, because
1: you can be intense sometimes I want to say that
0: but basically, it would happen all day, every day. But see, it's okay because it's my wife. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm very happy about it. But the thing is, though, that's what it's like. It's like a drug, and if you don't check yourself, you're going to get addicted to it. And usually, when people break up, that's where all the hurt and pain comes in, because I have my drug taken away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, but I mean, I really want to focus on the why. So if I were, I'm just going to pretend I'm a a, a teenager or a, an adult in the dating world and you got to talk me on the cliff, what's your best reason to help me understand? Because when it comes to getting somebody to do something, and I won't even say so much doing something that you want them to do, but in terms of getting somebody to do something, you know, you have to help them understand. It's a teaching thing and the best teachers help you understand in your way. So how would you explain that to me in your best words?
1: Mm. I think I would just tell you that I know it feels like you're wanting to go and take that step further and and do things because you're feeling all this infatuation and the butterflies and it just feels like the right thing that you want to do because you want to like release that energy, but it's just that it's infatuation I think the main thing that I would need to tell the person is to actually look for the real signs of love which is choosing to you know love that person and not just having that feeling so that's when you're like oh yeah I love them so I'm just gonna go ahead and do that um and If that is love, then it's worth waiting for. It's worth, like, you know how they always say, um, what are they, what is that saying about, um, like when you wait for something?
0: Like good things come to those who wait.
1: Yeah, something like that. (laughs) But, like, basically, just if it's that deep and it's that true, wouldn't you want that to last forever? Wouldn't you want to wait for marriage? Like, whole, if, like I'm, I'm trying to find the right words to say. Would you like you get what I'm saying? Like, I think I know,
0: I think I know why. Because it's like as you explain it to me that way, it it still wouldn't talk me off the cliff because my. My um, appetite for that is so much stronger than just thinking about the long term, because especially guys, guys, we don't exactly think of our brains from a
1: female's perspective. Like if you want to actually make sure that this is going to be long term, if you want to actually make sure this is going to last, if you want to actually know if this is real, tell me, according to you, don't say you want to wait, but like, just wait, wait until he marries you. Don't let him drink the milk before he buys the cow.
0: I'll even put it in more simple terms, too, is literally, especially when you're, I mean, teenagers, too. But especially when you're an adult, literally don't put yourself in situations to where it can happen because you could have the intention. You could have all the right intentions. You could want to wait
1: about courting.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you could want to wait. But if you find yourselves locked in a room together or you find yourselves alone You're going to want to do that. Mm -hmm. And let's be real, you only happen to find yourself in those situations because you created the situation. You wanted it to happen that way. So that's what I'm saying. It's just
1: Trying to be slick.
0: I mean, Mm -hmm. you know. But that's what it is, though. That's exactly what it is. It's just don't put yourself in certain situations to where you have to make a tough decision or feel even worse about it.
1: But I'm saying that's the people who don't really care to wait in the first place like oh yeah if I find somebody then why not I'm. that's what I'm saying to those people
0: so why would somebody especially let's take the because I don't think we talked about it too much from a religious standpoint but take that out of it for a second why would somebody who is you know of the mindset of try before you buy what's in it for them
1: even outside of like god if you still want to get married if you're still claiming that you love this person the try before you buy thing is just so i mean for what you love that person right you're choosing to love them right what's gonna change when you live with them you find out they leave their socks on the floor And then all of a sudden oh, I can't do this anymore
0: Yeah, see, that's going to turn into another podcast But I mean, I'm just going to quickly say The logic of having to move in with somebody Before you marry them Or before you get serious like that Is the dumbest thing I've ever heard yes. I used to think that way So I can say it I never did I but,
1: never thought that way
0: Well, <laughs> I, I, I did And I can tell you that it's stupid Why? Because... Again, marriage is unconditional love. There's no conditions. So technically, there. I used to always listen to Miles Monroe, and he would. Uh, one thing he always say is when he would counsel people is, "Why do you want to get married?" And usually they'll give a reason like, "Oh, I want to do this," or you know, "I love this person and and they make me happy." Okay, but that's still conditional. That's you're with them. You're marrying them contingent upon them if they continue to happy. make. The, yeah, if they continue to make you happy. We actually talked about this the other day. Ain't about being happy. Mm-hmm. It's a byproduct, maybe, but it ain't about being happy. My job is not to make you happy. It's not. Is, do you agree?
1: Absolutely.
0: Like, it's just my
1: job's not to make you happy. I mean, you could in some you know. ways.
0: All <laughs> right now. <Okay. laughs> I know this. I know the episode is called "Um, <laughs> Sexy Time," but you know anyways no I mean but that's that's what it is like my job is to provide for you my job is to create an environment for you to thrive for you Mm -hmm. to creatively do whatever you want to do and you know whatever it is like I'll take the bullet so that you can be happy or I mean because that's like I said it's a byproduct I'm Mm -hmm. not doing it to make you happy but because I'm doing my job a byproduct is you feel safe secure and you're happy so that's so that's the thing so that's why i'm trying to i'm really trying to put myself in the shoes of somebody who would think that way because no you don't have to be a roommate first because that had that would not change anything your partner your, your partner i mean your wife husband they're going to do stuff that you don't like because you li- you were a single person living mostly by yourself before them
1: mm-hmm. so
0: there's going to be little quirks here and there that you're not used to because and you guess, were just your own person
1: and guess what you just learn to live with it yeah or you can you know discuss it tweak some things I mean it's a trial and error after you get married
0: yeah so but you know kind of shifting gears though so say you're married now I think we've hashed all we possibly could for the heathens out there the ones that um the ones that don't want to like I said my, my biggest thing that I would leave with at least on that Front is just start with what you want to do and work backwards. Don't put yourself in certain situations because, as a married man, when I say like you all, because I you hear this question sometimes too like, well, that doesn't mean there aren't like when it comes to other women, like you don't you, you mean you don't notice other women? You don't okay, I don't get the urge to talk to them, I don't get the urge to flirt or cheat because guess what? I do, I literally stay away from women as much as I possibly humanly can.
1: What I do try you do, to do on Instagram that. when you start seeing like a woman post posting you know risque photos and stuff like that?
0: You stop scrolling. I mean typically you stop no, scrolling. No, you personally. No. Oh, okay. So me personally like this is what I do on Instagram for one I try not to go on Instagram that much for one, I'm very like at least on my especially on my other page very selective about who I follow and what I'm following I mostly just follow realtors on there because that's my business. But um what i do because even realtors is the oh mm-hmm. makes me so mad i i don't understand how or why i get his instagram whatever but why is it that the realtor some realtors that i follow or that i should I say i have followed will be posting like bikini pics half naked pictures oh i just got out of the gym <laughs> clearly single women these are sing- like some of them are single i can tell and so why these like, of those
1: pictures coming up on your timeline?
0: So whenever I see these things come up on my timeline, legit I get mad. I get mad. Because I'm just like what's the point of this? So what I do is I don't unfollow them because if you do, you might lose a follow yourself. Keep the followers. But what I do is I hide it. Hide it and I mute them. Mute on like block or whatever. Even on Facebook too. There's actually a couple of girls that you know I'm friends with. You know, I went to school with them, all that stuff. Like, we're cool with each other in real life, but uh, sometimes they post risque pictures, and so I'll literally just unfollow them on Facebook. On Facebook is unfollow, Instagram is just block or hide.
1: Or mute. Or
0: like mute, you know, that kind of stuff. So that way you don't have to see their post. And that's literally what I do every single time. And it can happen, because you just have to stay vigilant. Because if you don't, then you're going to stop... And, and you're just gonna be look
1: tempted and then
0: Yeah, it's like it's like watching porn. Like, and that's why I stopped um about a year or two ago, where I was just like you eventually you if you watch something so much, you're going to want to be that, you're gonna to want to do that. But the problem is with porn, especially, is that it comes between into in between those intimate relationships and that or that intimate relationship that you should be reserving for your wife, those feelings that you have for your wife, because When you watch something that's not realistic like that, what do you want to do? It just molds your mind to want to do that with somebody else, Mm -hmm. period, because you're going to be wanting to live out those fantasies that you may not be able to live out with the person that
1: you have, maybe. exactly. And I just want to make this clear that. The reason why we're touching on this topic, and it's really, really important to us, is because there's a young couple out there who's dating, who just started dating, or some teenagers who just graduated high school who are about to go off to college who are going to be getting into relationships and stuff like that. And we're trying to give you the warning now that nobody gave us. Trust me when I say, please take this advice and listen to it please, please, please. And if you need any, anything further, like please DM us, talk to your parents, talk to somebody older than you that you trust, like a mentor or anything like that. I'm telling you, save yourself the heartbreak because imagine going through your first breakup and attaching yourself to somebody in that way. And it doesn't have to be that hard.
0: Yeah. Especially if you, do the whole birth control route like what if you got the the shot or like the the needle thing in your arm now you got this thing and now like you and most likely it's like carrying a child you make sacrifices with your body that you normally otherwise wouldn't have had to do you feel different you think different Mm -hmm. because i understand there's hormones involved when it comes to birth control yes because that's literally what it is It's it's like basically blocking your body From doing what it naturally does, especially for a female,
1: you're physically changing your body for somebody that hasn't even made a commitment to you yet. Think about that.
0: That's probably the best, like, of all the explanations and words we we've gone through, or at least that we've talked about that you've given. Like, that's probably the best I've ever heard. Like, just let that sink in for a second. You're making changes because you your body will change more times than Mm -hmm. not. But you're making changes to your body, to someone that has not committed to you or that body, because when that body changes, guess what happens? Their attraction level could just disappear.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And what happens then? What happens when the condition for them being with you is not met anymore? Like this person has sex with me whenever I want. Oh, this person makes me happy. That's why that's why the relationship is there. That's why they're your boyfriend or girlfriend. But when that condition goes away, then what? Cause that's exactly what happens when you're carrying a child.
1: Yeah, I'm five years in, and I look completely different <laughs> from when we first started dating. Not to me. You're so sweet.
0: <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, it's that's the thing. It someone who hasn't, and for me, here's how I think. And um, I was gonna say this earlier. Like, I'm just, I'm, I, I guess, I'm entrepreneur entrepreneurial minded however you want to say that but I think that way hello this is why we have the podcast Um, which uh, by the way rate us five stars go ahead and follow us on Twitch and like the video version Um, okay so because I think that way I think myself as in like I don't like the rat race everybody nowadays us millennials we hate working for the man we hate working for somebody else so if you hate working for somebody else so much What if I told you the rat race is caused because of things like this, because of promiscuity, because of giving something away prematurely, because you could either get caught up on child support when you get caught up on child support. guess what happens. You're going to have to work a job. You're going to have to work a job and get most of that money taken away. But when you work a job, no matter, no matter what job it is, the more money you make, the more you're going to get taxed. Once you start to understand how your tax dollars work, the more you get taxed, the more you make, it's just, it all evens out. And that's called the rat race because you have to work to make money to make money to live because that is your income. That is your livelihood. But if you didn't have a child and if you weren't being sexually active with somebody, you would have and this is this is for us fellas out there. You would have the energy. You would have the vitality to be able to put that creative energy into your work, not your job. If you like working your job, that's great. You'll be a very effective worker. But your work, the thing that you were put on the earth to do, you would have the energy to be able to make that happen. And arguably, I say you should be working on that. And if you are focused on that, females will come because that's what girls like to do. They're attached to purpose. Mm -hmm. They're attached to somebody who is doing something. Whether they like it or not, you know whether whether we believe it or not, that is a fact. That is true. Now I, I do. I will tell you a lot of females out there love bozos too. They're they're out there, but I'm telling you, quality females like somebody who's doing something. So we talk about like high value females, high value men, high value whatever. That's high value. You need to be somebody of high value. That doesn't necessarily mean you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year. It just means you're doing something. I think back to when we first started dating. I was going through the worst year of my life in 2014. But it's funny, one little shift, I started working at Seminole as a percussion instructor, and that gave me like a fire and a vigor that I never had before. You know, I was working at Universal too, Mm -hmm. but I could could tell you now, like even back then, it felt like I was doing, I was so engrossed in Seminole. Like I was so lost in that because I was on a mission to change that program from the inside out. And so, you know, universal, I was always make, I always made sure I was the hardest worker on my team, but like, I was just, I had something in on my plate to do basically. And so arguably I say, that's what kind of attracted us to each other, or at least, you know, maybe attracted you to me because my mindset was not on trying to get women I wasn't looking around the department at Universal like, ooh, this girl's fine. Oh, this girl's th- I'm talking like Even I know we
1: were all looking at you that way. <laughs>
0: exactly. That's the thing. And the only reason why you were is because I wasn't focused on y'all. Yeah. Hmm. Somebody poke a hole in that one. Tell me <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. You ain't wrong. All right then. So there there we go. So yeah, I'm out there. See, I, I, I had to catch myself sometimes. I'll just go off on a tangent about that kind of stuff. But that's what we're talking about. So that's you know while this this podcast or at least this episode seems like one big warning it really isn't it's more so
1: it's just when sex isn't used in the right way it can just be a big cloud that's just clouding your vision your it, your goals everything your energy all yeah, that
0: stuff yeah cuz what happens when you bust a lot of nuts guess what happens you don't have no energy Like you just feel you feel weak. You're not as effective in the gym. You're not as effective mentally on your job. It affects literally everything. And we spend so much of our days in a state like that, because whether it's masturbation from watching porn or you're just doing it with your girlfriend a lot, because that's just where all your energy is going. And guess what happens? It's almost like smoking weed or or being an alcoholic. What happens when you indulge in something that's hurting you too often you look up and you find yourself on the couch doing nothing and your days are just pretty much going away because you've spent it all day drinking or doing whatever and you didn't even realize it
1: you get addicted to this just like you can any of those other drugs
0: because I'm telling you I'm married and I have a wife this beautiful lady across from me and I'm telling you Especially since I'm high energy myself already Normally I know you can't tell right now Because we're recording at night But Because like you know I'm physically active Go to the gym I do a lot of stuff And like So my Let's just say my vitality is pretty high Mm -hmm. And so I'm telling you It happened It would happen 24-7 If I wasn't careful Because it really is like that Like
1: I mean that's why we got three kids that's exactly why i have three year. kids yeah two
0: two in one 11 year.
1: Months apart
0: <laughs> two one year like take it from us we can tell you and that's the, i think that's the main thing that we wanted to get across but now let's just let's like i said let's shift gears and say that now that you're married should sex go away is
1: that a serious question
0: it's a serious question because um one thing that i've been hearing out there in in the internet is from people who are married and they'll say things because we went through a period like this before where it was just like you know you're not as active as you used to be we don't do it as much as we used to before we started which is another reason why it's detrimental because you're going to be comparing it to how often you used to do that before you got married and you see do you hear how screwed up that sounds like oh Back when we were dating, you used to want to do it a whole lot more. And it doesn't and, and the frequency might go down in marriage. But why is that? Why does that happen? Should you stop?
1: Well, absolutely not. You shouldn't stop. Um So why? Like is it just because you're not attracted to the other person or why 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 would it why no. would it slow down for one? No, uh, I think from a woman's perspective, um things just happen like over the years your body's not the same. Like I said, I am I look completely different from when I did when we first started um, dating. Like, I've had three kids, I've had four pregnancies because I had a miscarriage, the first one, and it's just, it, and I've gone through two different birth controls. It just messes with your entire body and To me, that's a big reason why things start slowing down after you get married. Like, once you start going through all that stuff, that's a lot. That's a lot for the woman.
0: Well, that first birth control wasn't... It didn't seem like it affected you that much.
1: I stopped taking it because I started noticing the weight gain.
0: I mean, compared to...
1: No, I stopped taking it. Those were the pills that I was taking, so I How about literally about Because I mean, if anything, I
0: say you gain weight. You gained weight in the right places. Oh, Lord have mercy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I knew I was gaining weight. I was like, oh, let me stop taking these. It's, they're making me gain weight. But with the other one, I mean, it's an iud. I can't just stop taking it. Like I had to make a doctor's appointment and stuff like that. Like that was yeah. A much I think more that was the worst process. One. Yeah, that was a, absolutely the worst one, but.
0: Yeah that one was like It was obvious To where Okay and this thing Is doing something It's working alright Cause yeah.
1: But then I'm not gonna place the blame All on hormones And babies And all that stuff I do think that Cause I was guilty Of this myself I do think that like As women We just don't realize How important sex is In a marriage And we don't do our research And, and dive into the bible And see okay What is it about this That, that really connects me To my husband And that's just The deepest the absolute deepest level of intimacy that you can have with your husband. And I think women aren't thinking about it like that. Um they're just thinking, well, I don't want it, so it's just not gonna happen. Mm, say and it again for to- the
0: people say it again for the people in the back who <laughs> who think that, especially women who kinda approach it like, oh it's no big deal. It shouldn't always be about that. Why are you always worried about it, I, I don't feel like doing it, so if I don't feel like doing it, it's not gonna happen. Uh,
1: people women think that sex is not important and it's not when you're not married when you're married it is extremely important extremely important it's one of the only things that actually separates you as husband and wife and you as a woman from any other man that's the main difference of what you're doing with your husband and, and other guys. That's literally the deepest level of intimacy that you can have with somebody else. Which is why, you know, we already went through this. Which is why you should wait for marriage. But yeah, it it shouldn't stop. It shouldn't slow down when you're married. Obviously, life happens. We understand why. But as females, because I see it all the time in these face group book um, pages that I'm in. And women really do have that attitude of just like, well, if I don't want it, he's not getting it. Oh, well, we haven't done it in five months. And I'm just like.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a twofold uh, problem. (laughs) It's a it's a twofold problem because women have um, basically assumed that they have all the power and everything revolves around them. But the problem is, is because us as men, we've given it to them because we've given into our lower nature of that so quickly and so easily. That's why it's easy for them to have you by the balls, so to speak, literally and figuratively, because we've given it to them we had we basically said we're not going to have any self control so since we can't control ourselves and we want to do it all the time huh, I'm like a dog I'm waiting for my bone to be thrown at like the frisbee to be thrown so I can run out and catch it like that's what it is that's what happens you become a dog and waiting for your master to, to throw the bone for you like huh.
1: yeah and it shouldn't be figuratively like that.
0: of course throw that bone at you but um yeah I mean yeah you're right it shouldn't be like that
1: and i think i think people have uh just this misconception when it comes to the bible and oh well you know gotta give it to him whenever he wants and stuff like that which like on the surface is like true but it's oh let's talk
0: about that because you mentioned you want to bring the bible into this so let's go ahead and bring it into the bible (laughs) because if we want to be technical if we want to be technical what does it say about about um you know marriage and because I want people to really understand this about marriage itself, but what is one thing that it says that really like spells it out for you what marriage is?
1: As in when it comes to like sex. Yeah, I guess so. Basically, my my body's not mine. It's my body belongs to you. Your body belongs to me.
0: Yeah, because I'm gonna look. I want to. I want to get the exact.
1: Yeah, you know, I got my Bible over there You
0: want me to get it Nope That'll take too long But I want to get the Exact Verse But that's going to take too long But Basically um, Let's just go with With um, 1 Corinthians 7 You know chapter 7 three verses three and five. The Apostle Paul gives down to earth advice to spouses that they should meet each other's sexual needs in marriage. Paul is a realist who portrays marriage as a supportive relationship that can help preserve us from temptation and meet our needs. God approves of miracle marital sex. So basically that I remember reading that chapter, but it goes on to say, which is kind of like what you were saying to where your body is not your own mm-hmm. to where Technically, if I wanted to because this is how it is this is how it was this is because remember marriage is an institution the problem is and I'm going to just say this once is that people will try to take the original creator of marriage and sex out of it mm. and when you leave something out the machine is bound to fail at some point but um it goes on to say that the body is not the only so if I wanted to I could just be like Ashley drop them. Right now, in the mood or not, we ain't got to put on no music, no nothing. Like (laughs) drop them right now, and then guess what have to happen?
1: It's panty dropping time. Exactly,
0: (laughs) like no questions asked. But vice versa, because Mm -hmm. when you get married, the two become one. So, because remember, we in the last episode we talked about self love and how you can't love yourself. So. Because of that, because you can't love yourself, you can't have sex with yourself, the two become one. Well, so therefore, oh, what, what, what?
1: You said you can't have sex with yourself.
0: Well, I mean, okay, well, technically, okay, well, <laughs> whatever, but I'm talking about meaningful, meaningful sex. So like, you can't do it by yourself. So therefore, if I wanted to, it's literally like that. And, I, and that's going to sound shocking, surprisingly to some people. But it's really true And even you didn't Really understand that at first Like I
1: didn't Not until I actually Dove in Did my research And I was like Hmm
0: Dove in Did your research And went back To the original source
1: Yes the Bible That was my research By the way It's in there
0: Yeah like You can't have one Without the other Mm -hmm. You went back To the original source And understood Where I was coming from From the beginning Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's what like transformed our marriage, honestly. I think so too. Yeah. Because um like after we read that, like it was the Song of Solomon, I don't recommend that too. But just understanding the reason why it's so important, I know people mentally don't want to put a big emphasis on it because that's because you're already thinking you're not thinking in terms of a marriage. You're not thinking in that way, like, oh, it's not important. It's not this. Because you probably had a bad experience from the person that you gave it away from.
1: Before you were married.
0: Yeah, because the thing is, I used to think this way too, like, oh, well, if you don't do it before you're married, you won't know what you like.
1: You'll figure it out. It ain't that hard.
0: Right, Right, like it ain't that hard. (laughs) If I never had if something is good. It's good regardless. If I had never because y'all know I love Cobra's ice cream. I love Cobra's ice cream. The vanilla concrete with sprinkles and cookie dough. If you ever want to donate.
1: They need to sponsor us one day. They will. They will. Don't <laughs> worry, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna shop them out enough to where they're gonna, they're <laughs> gonna have to get um, you know, I'll catch their attention. But basically, I love the sprinkles and cookie dough vanilla concrete very much. And if I had never had it before in my life and I had it for the first time. Would I not be jumping off the wall saying this is like the most amazing thing in the world? Same with Disney. We love Disney. But if we went for the first time, Disney's a good theme park, despite all the silly stuff happening now. But if I went there for the first time, would I not be impressed? Would I not think it's, it was a great experience? Yeah. Right. Right. So that's it's the same concept with sex before marriage. Or I mean, um, not having sex before marriage. Like you have nothing to compare it to. You can't be like, well, I don't know what I want, what I like, or I don't. How do I know if it's good? You don't care if it's good because you'll be having it for the first time, which is why you should it's date with intention. Be
1: amazing to you, <laughs> like
0: yeah, like this is why you should date with intention because if you date with intention, you won't have to wait as long. I think I just gave the the key. I think I just summed up the whole conversation right there i think i just shut it down is if you date with intention you won't have to wait very long because i know about me in the business world like we don't have time for games it's literally just like it's either you're in or you're out Mm -hmm. kind of thing that's with everything we try to understand we try to understand where you're coming from but at the end of the day we as a company we as a As a people whatever we have a job to do and it's not about how you feel it's not about how you want to operate like it literally is just you're either in or you're out so when you get clear about what you want in life if you ever listen to one 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 person I love to listen to speak is Ubon King and one thing he always says is your target like determine your target your target determines your association who you associate yourself with who you spend your time with who you hang around because if you have a target if you have a goal and you start with that it determines who you entertain because you'll be busy building your work not your job your business whatever you want to do you'll be busy building that rather than worrying about women and if you're doing that then the person the right person is going to come along I've seen it happen too many times I know it's going to happen because when you are on your purpose and you're on your work you get a help meet assigned to you. That's what your wife is, and it's not going to be the person that makes you the most makes you oh so excited. You know, you can have that. I'm not saying that's wrong if it is, but it may not be the person that's the most exciting. It may not be the person that's the most you know good looking, because you know, like there are there's great looking people out there everywhere. That doesn't mean anything, because you'll learn. In in a marriage to love that person The way they need to be loved You'll see them in a way That you wouldn't have seen them In the beginning Like Mm -hmm. for you Like I would say I I could only love you on a surface I couldn't even say love Before we started Before we got married Because yeah uh, You know Love is what carried us through The relationship I guess you can say But I wouldn't even call that love I think love is what I experienced As I Married you because like I said, it wasn't to me, I didn't, hear, I didn't have the butterflies and I thought there was something wrong. I yeah. thought there was, I thought I was supposed to feel amazing and happy all the time.
1: And I had the same, I had, I felt the same way, but I knew that I felt this very secure and calm, calmness when I was with you.
0: Just being grounded. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what it was for me. And, and for me, like, I just knew that, okay, this may not be what I want, but it's what I need. And because I chose you every single day, I remember, like I always tell you, I read an article on Facebook, no less, but I read an article that I used to, and I used to read it every single day, which, and basically the message is choose her every day, choose it or lose it. And that's one thing I really focused on was choosing you. And how do I choose you today? How do I make you the apple of my eye today? Even though I don't feel that way, I had to learn to lose the feeling part of it. And, and know that
1: Cause I think that's a lot That's what a lot of people think it is Oh I'll know it when I feel it Yeah That's when I'll know when I'm in love
0: Yeah and that feeling may never come And people get out of And people divorce And throw away a marriage Because they think that Oh I'm not in love with this person
1: uh, He just doesn't make me happy anymore
0: God yeah, <laughs> uh, If I hear that That's wh-
1: mostly the females I hear saying that I know
0: I know But and that's just usually what happens. But I'd argue to say because I chose you every single day, not only did it make me love you on a deeper level, but the, the, but then when you add in the sex component and us both understanding how important sex is in the marriage, because we're in a marriage, we can just lose ourselves with each other. Mm-hmm. So let me go ahead. on um, it's been a great episode of uh, <laughs> Naked. Um, yeah, but yeah, that that's basically. That's basically what it is. And it becomes that much more rich, that much more rewarding and satisfying when you have that foundation and you have that understanding. And this is coming from two people who didn't wait. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm not saying, you know, we're the prime examples. We're definitely not. We're just saying if it's bound to work, if it's going to work, it's going to work regardless. mm
1: Mm-hmm and th- see this is what we're doing we're taking our mistakes and we're trying to help you guys not make those mistakes and that's not just with sex that's with everything that we've ever talked about on this podcast when it comes to finances just life advice in general sex all of that stuff this is the, the experience that the experiences that we've had and we're just trying to pass our wisdom down to you guys
0: and that's why we do this podcast, and that's why you should rate this five stars on Apple's iTunes and uh, Apple iTunes and Spotify. I don't—I mean, I'm pretty sure we're going to be on some other platforms, but right now those are the only two I can think of. If you enjoyed what you heard today, be sure to subscribe on the YouTube version if you're listening or watching the video. Be sure to get once again to give us five stars. Follow me at J Media underscore Productions underscore—that's Instagram and Facebook. Now nah, we don't—we don't do Facebook or Twitter right now. Uh, stay tuned for that. But it is J Media. That is J as in you know, Jack of all trades. Media underscore productions underscore. That is Instagram. Go ahead and follow me there. Follow the show on Twitch. We stream there first. TikTok is what? Is it Meet the Robertsons? Yes. Yeah. Meet. Meet. The, M-E-E
1: the Robertsons.
0: That. It'll be in the description. But... Thanks for checking us out. We have really enjoyed this conversation. I hope um I hope y'all learned something. Hope hope yeah. you take some I hope you take just even a sliver if people can get over themselves and get over the fact that oh You have no room to talk You didn't wait yourself You didn't do this Which You're going to miss out On a lot of good information From people Just because you think That they don't know What they're talking about Even though they can talk From literal experience
1: By the way If you've done it already It is not too late to stop And to turn around And
0: Yeah you'll save yourself That much more trouble Yes You only dig yourself Deeper in the hole If you keep doing it
1: So please If If this did touch you If If you got a new perspective and you're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing advice. I'm going to follow it. Please let us know. I would love to know if this touched you in any sort of way.
0: Yeah, and be committed. It's it's like working out in the gym. You got to be committed, consistent, and it takes vigilance. I literally block people or unfollow them on social media if they post a risky picture, not because they're a bad person, but because I don't need to see it i don't need to be in that situation i don't need to tempt myself we need to stop opening the door Mm -hmm. for things to happen that's the problem we open the door and we keep it open because we don't have any boundaries because we want to be fluid (laughs) screw that screw being fluid
1: boundaries save lives guys
0: build that wall that's all (laughs)